On episode four of Behind the Membership season two, I'm talking with Kim Boltzmer from A Cup of Content and Content a la Mode. Kim and I talk niching down, running completely free trials to attract new members, implementing member challenges to improve engagement and retention, and the joy of watching your members make progress thanks to your content. We also talk about how Kim came to start her own business in the first place after years of being a teacher and the impact that this change has had on her family and her life. Plus, Kim shares some of the challenges that she's encountered along the way, particularly when it comes to balancing time between her service business and the membership site. So let's get started. Welcome to Behind the Membership with Callie Willows. Real people, real stories, real memberships. Today, I'm talking with SEO and content strategist Kim Boltzmer from A Cup of Content. Thank you so much for joining me on the show today, Kim. Kelly, thank you so much for having me. It's great to have you here. You've been a, a member of the Academy for quite a while now, so it's great to actually get to speak with you about your membership, especially having seen you in San Diego not that long ago now. I know, and it was like the highlight of my year. I'm so, I was, it, it's been so powerful for me, so thank you for that. I always love getting to, to meet our members. It's one of my, my favorite things about this. Um, but anyway, enough about that. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> with a few details about your membership site. Can you tell us what A Cup of Content offers, who it's for? Sure. So A Cup of Content offers, um, essentially I teach small business owners how to run their own content strategy and implement um, you know, content uh, from anywhere from like blogging to social media to SEO, using Facebook ads. Um, anything with online marketing is essentially what I'm teaching very small business owners how to do for themselves. So awesome. And how long have you been running that for now? So I opened a cup of content on Cyber Monday of 2016. So it's just about a year and a half now. Awesome. And this is, um, you have another business as well where you're offering services, don't you? So this is kind of a, on the side of that. I do. And actually, it's that other business. It's called Content a la Mode, um, where I actually do content marketing for businesses. That's where I got the idea from. Um, I I had people they would they would email me or call me and say, "Hey, I want to I want to get together with you. I heard you were really great. I want to pick your brain. Let's meet for coffee." And I don't turn coffee down, so <laughs> I go and meet with them. But what I would learn is that you know some of these people I meet with were really small business owners, like solopreneur entrepreneur types. And um, they didn't have a budget to hire someone like me, but they really had the drive and the ambition to want to do it for themselves. So, you know, what I, I'd meet with these people and they literally want to pick my brain, essentially teach them how to do what I did over a cup of coffee I ended up buying for myself. And they're, you know, they're walking out the door and I don't have a client. And I'm like, I really need to capitalize on this. Um, I have a teaching background. I taught high school uh, and university level for over 10 years. And I was like, I can do this. I can teach people how to do this. And that's how a cup of content really kind of came to fruition. Oh, awesome. And so did you always, when you first started thinking about that, did you always know it was going to be a membership site? Did you think about doing courses and things like that? Yeah, I, I did. Actually, when I started to talk about it with a couple of friends of mine, um, you know, we were, they're like, well, you could do the, you could offer courses and things like that. And then I started looking, you know, I was peeking around and it sounded like it was, they were being called membership sites. And so, you know, I kind of developed it that way. I did a lot of research on 
plugins and things like that. And this was all before I found out about you guys. I really, <laughs> you know, that's one thing that if I would have started all over again, I really wish I would have found you guys a little bit earlier so that it would have helped me really develop some of the things that I've had to kind of go back and do, you know, which has been fine. But um, that was probably the biggest learning curve is like, gosh, I'm doing this all by myself and there's all these other people doing it. But um, it, yeah, it, that was the biggest struggle was just like, how do I do this? And I'm on my own. There's really not many other people doing it. At least I thought at the time. So, yeah. And so, when you first started putting the membership site together, did you already have an audience, like an online audience, or had you been focusing kind of on service clients? So you needed to build that audience up for this as well. Well, I kind of had a, uh, an audience. I mean, you hate to say it of, of mostly a lot of my friends and people that I knew, but um, the audience I kind of used a little bit was a lookalike audience compared to content a la mode, but it was much smaller on a, sc- a smaller scale. Like those people who didn't, like I said, have that budget to really hire someone like me to do it, but they did have the ambition to, they wanted to learn how to do it. They knew that it would take some effort. They wanted to learn and they were willing to implement and try things. So, yeah. So, I mean, it, and it's kind of evolved over time because, you know, like, like a lot of people getting into vis- business for themselves is like, you know, I can help everybody. And, you know, I even had that problem up until I met with you guys in San Diego, but not, you know, now that I realize that, you know, I do have to niche down, I do have to really kind of zero laser focus in on the types of people that I can really help. And I found through that process that I couldn't help, I I can help product-based businesses, but it's a totally different level than what service-based business are. And since I am a service-based business, um, I have a lot of experience in that. That was what I decided to really kind of focus in on. Cool. So that's sort of one thing that you've changed with the membership. Has anything else changed in the last kind of 18 months since you first got started or is everything kind of pretty much the same? Um, you know, and I don't know if I'd say change, but I'd probably say evolve just as, you know, what I've learned. Um, one of the things that I've implemented, especially recently, and because of the meeting with you guys was, um, starting weekly shows within, um, and this is on the free side of a cup of content because ultimately I teach people how to do a lot of what they do organically, meaning that they're not necessarily always paying for it because that's the demographic I'm working with. They don't have that huge budget. So I'm te- not only am I teaching them the organic side of it, but um, you know, for me to build that audience has been really tough because if I want to practice what I preach, ultimately to me, numbers, I know that numbers really don't mean a lot to me because I want quality people instead of quantity. However, it's all about perception. And um, in order for people to know that I know what I'm doing, they're going to be like, well, she only has X number of followers. She only has a couple hundred followers. And I I get that. And so I have to like kind of rethink a little bit. That's kind of the evolution of what I've done is like right now I'm on a campaign where um, I'm looking to increase my Instagram followers by 50% because I have a lot of people that I can serve on Instagram. So, you know, I'm making these different goals for myself, growing myself that way. So on the outside, that's happening. On the back end of the membership, 
I've, I've changed a lot. I mean, I had this thing where, you know, I'm like, it, it took me a while to actually launch my membership because, um, you know, I got into that rut of it's not ready. I have to have all these things in place. And what I realized was because of the nature of what I do, um, it's never going to be completely done ever. And I think you guys probably could say that too, right? Yeah, yeah definitely. We're still, we're still evolving now. Right. And, and I think that as membership site owners, that's really important to understand is that you're never going to be completely done with something. You know, your membership as a whole is always constantly evolving. And so, you know, I, I have these on-demand courses people can take. Um, but in addition to that, I've got something that I release every month. So I had like new content I would re- release. And then what I was finding was the teacher in me was like putting together this giant lesson plan that would take them two months to do. And it was like too much stuff. And, you know, I was listening to my feedback that I was getting from the members. And I'm like, you know, maybe I need to narrow this down because again, working with people who are not only working in their business, but need to work on it so that the, the time on your business gets, you know, we always push that to the back burner. So I, that's something I've into, implemented the last couple of months here is challenges. So I'm doing five day challenges each month instead of here's how the Epic content planner have fun. (laughs) And so it allows me to schedule, you know, five days out of the month and each day we go through, you know, the five day, five, the pieces of that five day challenge. And it is exploded in there. They're just like the engagement increased. They got excited. They're taking pictures like, you know, little sneak peek pictures of what they're working on. They're sharing it with their friends. So really like, you know, listening to what your members, you know, what their feedback is and how, you know, thinking like, okay, that's ultimately who I'm serving. And that, that can be your best source of referral. So, Yeah, I love that. And so with those challenges, is is that something where do you let members know what the next challenges are going to be? Do you kind of highlight to them what's coming up or is it kind of a, a surprise each month what you're going to do? Well, I had, so I took your, you guys did a little, you guys did a challenge yeah. in January, <laughs> which actually is what, <laughs> that challenge is what kind of inspired me to make the change in my group too. But um so I had, you know, within your challenge, I had written out the entire year. I had all planned out both outward public facing and then member facing. And then um, I, I've done a couple of those things, but then, you know, things pop up in this social media world. It's always changing. And, like, and all, all of a sudden I'm like, okay, so people are asking me questions in the membership and I'm like, I see a need here. I need to change my focus. And so that's kind of what I've done. It's not like I'm not going to keep working on those ideas that I came up with, but I've, I've switched that focus. And so for that reason, um, I haven't really published like, here's a calendar of what we're doing in this particular calendar year. And that, that has been okay. And I think a lot of them, they've never really complained that they don't see a calendar of what's happening, but they enjoy the fact that their voice is heard in this community and I'm teaching them what they need to know and what they want to know. And I think that's really what that has really kept my retention high. Yeah. And I think that's really important that actually, yeah, you can have a plan, but actually if your members are telling you, you know, 
this is what we need to learn about or this is what we want to do, then it's also important to listen to that as well and not get so focused on, well, I plan to do this. Right. Um, And I think, you know, for me, it's probably easier for me to do that being a teacher in the past that, you know, sometimes kids, you know, kids are going to ask questions. Sometimes adults are going to ask questions and maybe you got to rethink a little bit like, okay, I'm going too fast with this. Maybe I need to pull back and, you know, maybe teach more of the basics and, I'm totally okay with doing that. And the nice thing about it too, is like, even I've got some members that are a little more advanced, they're still learning things that they hadn't even thought of, even though we might be covering some more of that basic stuff. So. Awesome. Awesome. So what would you say, you kind of touched on this before, but what would you say would have been your biggest challenge so far? Do you think? My biggest challenge is juggling time between content a la mode and a cup of content. And um, you know, the reason for that is because content a la mode pulls in a, recur- a bigger recurring revenue for me each month and it's deadlines and it's, it's a lot of work. I mean, I'm, you know, conducting strategy and social media, blogging, email marketing for my clients and that's, it's a lot of work. And then I come to a couple of content and it's like, it, it, at the beginning, it was a lot of back burner work. It was like, oh, I can do that later. Oh, I can do that later. And then um, it just wasn't making me happy. And the whole reason why I got into this was to be able to help a lot of people at once instead of helping a lot of people a lot of different times. And that I think is what, you know, everyone's so crazy about the laptop, laptop lifestyle. It's not really all that glamorous, but the fact that I can do so much more for so many more people, the teacher and me, the giver, I really love that. Yeah. And so is the the plan in the future? So it sounds like you've got a recurring revenue element to the existing business as well. Right. Is the plan in the future to kind of have, have the dynamic between the two shift or are you happy with the balance you have now between those two? I definitely want to shift it toward my membership. I enjoy it so much more and it brings out my passion for teaching and interacting and building relationships with people. Um, and not that con- content all mode doesn't do that, but um, I've actually had to, I hired a social media manager for that business because this is my focus. I don't, I, I want someone else to start managing more of that. Um, and so I can put more of my focus here. The, the weird thing about how I started with this too was I kept a cup of, or I kept content a la mode because actually I get business from a cup of content in that business too, which is really kind of weird. But, you know, like I, the thing that I've gotten the most business from is I've got some members who have, um, we've got someone who's a Microsoft partner and they sell a service of establishing CRMs. And they, um, she is in the membership. She's writing their blogs and doing all the stuff for them. But they hired me to SEO, like SEO their website. So I took their website and completely wrote all the content for it. So be oh. like, yeah, it's always so strange because like I'll get, it's even coming from the membership. I'm getting this other outside business. And I don't mind that stuff. I just want to make sure that I'm only saying yes to the things I'm really passionate about and only if it's going to help me better my craft to be able to help my members. 
And I think it's a great position to be in if you're able to do that and kind of pick and choose those those clients that are actually ones you want to work with and and that are going to further both you and the business. For sure. And that's been a huge mindset shift for me. Um, coming from the teaching world, I had no business experience. I mean, you know, no traditional here's a profit and loss statement or any of that stuff. Right. And um, I had to change my mindset in not saying yes to everybody, but saying yes to the right people and how to say no. And as a, as a business owner in general, I think that's a huge thing that it's almost like the crux of your business is being able to articulate a no that you feel comfortable with but also to choose the right yeses. Yeah, I think, yeah, that's such an important thing, as you said, that can take quite a while to, to actually learn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. totally. I mean, I just, uh, I, I actually hired a mindset coach to do it because I struggled with it. I cry about everything <laughs> and um, I get very passionate about things. It's just how I always am. But I needed someone to like, someone from the outside to be like, Kim, you can't, you can't do that. Um, here's what you need to do. And oh, it's helped me tremendously. That's awesome. So this is slightly off topic in terms of memberships, but what made you transition from doing teaching to setting up your own business in the first place? Right. Um, so um, my daughter was born in end stage kidney failure. Um, I knew when I was pregnant that there was something wrong with her. We just didn't know what exactly was wrong until she was born And um, my husband is mandatory staff at the hospital here in town. He is a pharmacist, a doctor of pharmacy. And I was a teacher. And when you're a teacher, you work 70 or 80 hours a week. And it was really hard to have a child with medical conditions. All of a sudden, you know, she would get sick. Here's my husband who could not leave his job. Here's me in a job that was, I could leave, but it was really difficult to be like, Hey, substitute teacher, here's how you run my newspaper and my yearbook classes, <laughs> you know, but so that was kind of the, the thing that really got me and my husband talking about, let's be realistic here as a family, you know, I mean, we, we shelled out, we've shelled out over a hundred thousand dollars of our own money in medical expenses. And, you know, that, that included daycare because you have to have specialty daycare in order to take care of a child that is an end-stage kidney failure and is catheter dependent. So um, I kind of got to a point where I was so burned out with teaching and I didn't, I don't really like the direction that education is going. And it's really, it was really hard for me to morally continue doing it, even though I knew it was the right thing. But all of those things kind of built together. And I just all of a sudden was like, I can't do this anymore. My husband's like, don't just quit. Find it, you know, be done at the end of the, your contract and let's find something else. And I did, I started selling cameras at the local camera store because I had a photography background and um, a couple of months into it, I was like, you guys need a marketing person. They're like, okay, you want to do it? (laughs) So I got a job as a marketing director at the local camera store and was eventually hired away by an agency. When I loved that agency, it turned into the hours of teaching again, where I was working a ton. I wasn't able to buy into this agency at all. And I was like, I can do this on my own and I can be there for my daughter. And that's really what 
the whole thing that really made me kind of push me in that direction of I need to be my own boss and that's best for our family, for our marriage. I mean, it's been the best thing for me. It's, I'm such a happier person now. That's great. I mean, obviously the reasoning behind it isn't great and, and hopefully your daughter's doing well now, but yeah, it's great that you were able to, to kind of make that transition in order to, to be there for her and to, to help the family. Right. And, you know, she'll, she'll be 12 next month going on 21 and <laughs> you know, she's totally normal, uh, developmentally. Um, she'll still have challenges along the way, but yeah, I mean, I think she's happier. I'm happier. My husband's happier. Um, you know, and we can get out and do things now like that we weren't really able to do before with either of our jobs. And I can take this with me. I mean, even though I've started this weekly live show on Wednesdays, you know, we could be in Oregon this summer and I can do my live show from out there for half an hour and that's no big deal out of a vacation, you know, and I can still work with all of my clients and all of my members and be totally happy with it. And and that's what it's all about at the end of the day. I think being able to allow you to have that kind of lifestyle that enables you to do those things. Right. Exactly. That's awesome. So what's actually been the highlight of running the membership so far then? What's made it feel worth it to you? Well, you know, I'm that teacher at heart. And I think my favorite part is when people tell me their successes from what they've learned in the membership. And they shout it from the mountaintops and I love it. You know, they'll come into the, mem- they'll come into our private Facebook group and they're like, oh my gosh, Kim, look at what I did today. Just last week, one of our members came in She's um, in her her late fifties, not really the most tech savvy, but she took um, our our video course and she used it. And she went live with her um, her group of people. She has she has a multi level marketing thing, but she went live and tons of people showed up. She got a ton of you know feedback out of it, and it was very inspiring. And she shared the whole video with us in the group. And she was just so happy. And that's stuff that I really get excited about because it's like, look, I did that. I helped her to be, to feel that way. And that really is what makes me happy about this is like helping small businesses do things that they didn't think that they could do. Yeah, that, that's lovely. And that has a knock-on effect as well, because then you're helping them, they're helping other people. And yeah, it's a, it's a big, big, warm, fuzzy circle. I like to think of it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a warm, fuzzy person. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so let's shift gears a little now and talk about what you're doing to actually grow the membership. So what's something that's worked for you quite well when it comes to getting new members? Sure. I know that when I put myself out there and I get in front of people that they can see the value of what I can offer. And that's usually a great way to just say, hey, go try the trial. It's free. You get 100% free access to the membership. And that trial has really been super beneficial for me. Um, I did try a dollar trial for seven days and my demographic, um, I got like one person that signed up for it and she did actually join, but I, it was like crickets. And so I kind of brainstormed around that and changed it to a completely free, no credit card required 14-day access, they get full access. Am I scared that they're going to download stuff from the membership? Yeah, but really, 
what can I do about that? I mean, who's to say that they can't just pay their $30 a month and go in there and download a bunch of stuff and then cancel their subscription. I feel that the value that they get, not just from the, the courses and things like that, but the value of the community is totally worth the price of admission. And if I can get them into that community, that's, that's the clincher. I mean, I've got about it. I think I told you earlier or sometime, but it was about a 25% retention rate from that trial. So I think that's really good that I can get them, you know, get them to sign up. My next, I, I know what things I have to change moving forward. It's getting them into that private Facebook group. I always kind of struggle with. Um, and I do have a forum that I've set up. It's not quite as lovely as yours is. And um, I'm not quite there from a, a financial standpoint yet, but I've got a forum back there I've started. I know what I need to change um, on my thank you page to get them to go directly to that Facebook group and ask to join. So, you know, it's like, that's what things like your membership has helped me with my membership is like, you know, I could see your onboarding process, which was fantastic. Implement one similar to it on mine. Identify those places where, you know, in the in the membership process or in that trial process where they're not they're not engaging like I want them to, and figure out how I can get it so they do engage. Yeah, and I think that that kind of getting that engagement is often a big struggle for membership site owners, and you know, initially especially finding the things that are actually going to work for your for your audience and it sounds like things like the the five-day challenges are something that that's working well for you there right and then you know when they're sharing you know in within the group within that private community they take a picture of it and they post it in the you know in that day's post and they're all commenting on each other's stuff like oh that's really a good idea you know they're learning from others too and I think that's you know part of you know, learning is like, you know, not only learning from me, who's, you know, the the subject matter expert, but also learning from their peers and getting that kind of feedback and honest feedback from people who could be potential clients of theirs. You know, that's what I think is the huge thing. Yeah, that. there's, there's so much value in that kind of community. Mm-hmm. For sure. So, Going back to the the free trial that you're offering, is that something that, are you offering in that on the website itself? Is it something you offer through the weekly show, your email sequence? How are you presenting that to people? Right. So um, with my live show, um, I use I use WordPress and I installed this plugin called Pretty Links. So I can kind of track a little bit with the live show. Um, I have a Pretty Link set up. It's like a cupofcontent.com slash live trial. So I know that everybody who's coming to my site is coming from a live show of some sort. And, um, so I've used that, um, that that's one thing that I do. Um, I also have been kind of getting into the chat bot world because I'm trying to see if maybe that would be another avenue that I could bring people into the, into the trial. Um, but I have that, I, I just went in and I've, I've, I've had a problem because I love design um, the photographer in me and the creative in me likes design, everything to match. And, you know, when I was at Social Media Marketing World, I was just appalled at, like, the conversion rates of the ugliest um, calls to action. <laughs> and I was like, all right, I'm, go- I'm pulling the trigger. And just, like, two days ago, I went in and I changed the color of, of my call to action for the trial. So it's a bright pink. 
stands out really well. That's all, that you're, you know, you're looking at that baby when you go to my website, but that is really the point of entry I have first and foremost is that start your free trial. Um, you have to actually click on the about page to find the join button. Um, if you want to go that route. So I'm really trying to push that free trial because I want people to know that I am, I believe in this so much that I'm willing to give this away for 14 days. Cause I think you'll like it too. So cool. that's, I'm putting, a, I'm sinking a lot of this into it, into that trial, but I know that if I can get in front of them and if they get, you know, get in there, I, I can, the value, they'll perceive the value immediately. Yeah. And are you still taking credit card details and things like that when they sign up for free or are you then relying on them actually essentially re-signing up at the end of the trial? Yeah, no, I, it's, um, it is totally free. They don't have to put any credit card information in. And, you know, I, I kind of wondered if, if that was a, like a, a, a point where they didn't want to, they didn't want to join because they were afraid that, I mean, I was very clear in there, like with my other trials that I've had where you had to, where you've had to put that credit card in there that you get to that point and they're like, okay, now I got to remember in X number of days, I got to go in and cancel it. And that's just something I've learned with marketing is the least resistant point of entry. That's what people want. And, you know, if they can just click sign up, get in for free, like, Oh man, okay. You know, (laughs) that was easy. And then at the end or at any point they can sign up for one of the, one of the memberships. So Awesome. And so once someone's joined then, how do you help to ensure they stay members and they keep getting ongoing value from the site? Um, what I do is, as part of that kind of Facebook community, um, what I do is I'll point out different people. And I, and I think that's really important too, because they feel like it's a little bit more personalized. Now, once I get bigger, that might grow to be more and more difficult but I want them to know that they're not just, they're not just another $30, you know, and I, that's something that's important to me is that, you know, I, if I can cater to what they need, they're going to stay engaged with it. And I do that a lot. Like when I have my, um, my office hours each month, they, uh, they can submit their questions and the things that they want to learn about. And so I'm using their names, you know, this month, Cindy, you know, Cindy asked us a great question or, you know, so-and-so did this back in the, back in the Facebook group. And I'm always able to bring those things up. So they know I'm paying attention. They know that they're not just a number. So. Awesome. That personal touch can, can really go a a long way, I think. It can. And I think it, it probably will most likely be difficult to scale that, but, you know, as much as, you know, and how, how social media has changed. I have to take, we have to take that in mind as membership owners too, that we, we still have to build relationships with these people. And, you know, even though, even if you've got 7,000 people or if you've got 70 people, you know, they somehow have to feel connected and creating content that really makes them feel like they're connected helps, helps you to retain them longer. Yeah, I love that. And I think I think that's the value that memberships have over pretty much any other product that you can offer is that you can create that ongoing connection with members and you can develop that relationship rather than it being kind of, well, I've got your money now, so I don't really care. You know, yeah. you have to create that connection in order to to be successful with a membership site, I think. 
Mm-hmm. And you know, it's, it's funny you say that I have um, one of my members is in New York city and I'm here in uh, Omaha, Nebraska. And she learned about me kind of through a roundabout way, but she signed up for, I have like a, you know, month to month, a six month and a 12 month. And she signed up immediately based off of a webinar for the six month. And she was getting close to um, the end of her six months. And she um, sent me an email and was like, Kim, I love this so much. I just want you to know I'm not canceling my membership. Like it was like, oh, that was super cool. You know, like (laughs) she, and she tells people about it and all this and that. And it's because I've, you know, I've made Marcy feel important and I, she is important and I love what she's doing, you know, and that, you know, taking the time to get to know these people just on a one-to-one basis, I think is just crucial in this. Yeah, I love that. And so you just touching on something you mentioned there, you mentioned you offer a six month membership as well as monthly and the annual option. So what made you decide to offer that kind of middle ground as well? Um, because people like to have some choices <laughs> I've learned in the marketing world. So, you know, they can pay this $30 a month and it, you know, it's so funny because people ask me, well, can we get a, a deal? I'm like, dude, it's like, it's four cups of Starbucks a month. If I could live without four cups of Starbucks a month, you can do it too. <laughs> but so I've got that $30 a month. And then what I did was I've got a six month at $149. So they get a month for free. And then a full year is $269. And so they get three months for free. So I'm trying to get that value add that way if they want to you know, pay a little bit more at once to save some money. And I've got several people on that six month package. And so that's you know, like I said, I really thought long and hard about the dollar amount of what to charge for this because of my demographic. And, you know, I don't offer, I don't offer any other specials other than the free trial. It's like, I feel, I mean, I'd be totally open to, open to suggestion on that, but I I think the price point's right. When I tell people about it, they're like, oh yeah, okay, that sounds right. You know, 30 bucks a month is less than a gym membership. And there you get <laughs> a lot of people probably will get more, you know, more out of my membership than they might get going to the gym if they don't go. So, yeah. Cool. And so just last thing on the, the trial front there, do you offer a guarantee as well? Or do you kind of use the trial as your main risk reversal there? Yeah. I mean, I, it's really hard in, I think in what I do to offer like a guarantee because I can't guarantee you what I teach them is going to work if they don't implement it. And so, you know, that's the other part of like getting the right kinds of people in your membership um, and, and the whole niching down thing. Right. You know, it's like, I, I like this analogy I had to come up with to really grasp niching down was like, you know, if you think of yourself as a business owner, as a fisherman, and you're casting a net out to catch your fish. Well, are you casting one net out to catch all of the fish all the time? Probably not, right? And it's too hard to do that. Like you're not going to catch everybody. So, you know, if we, if I can maybe take part of my marketing efforts and focus it just on photographers and I can just, you know, go to the places where they're at, offer this trial to them show them what it can do for their photography business and reel them in that way, then, okay, I've got that system going. Now let's switch to another type of niche and let's, you know, 
let's change up the bait, let's change up the net, change the river, and start working on them that way. And so you, it's kind of like, it's really cool because once you get one of those niches set up, you can kind of duplicate it, you know, duplicate it for others. Yeah, so I think that this trial is that perfect entry point regardless <laughs> of anybody who, any type of, you know, service-based business that would sign up. Awesome. So let's shift gears a little bit now and talk about life as a membership site owner. So we touched on this before in terms of how you actually ended up running the membership and your own business, but what does a typical day look like for you now? How much time does the membership take you on an, on an ongoing basis, do you think? Um, now that I'm putting a lot more effort in, I shouldn't say effort, I'm just making it more of a priority for me, this membership. Um, I spend a lot of time engaging with my community, with my members, uh, listening to them, um, developing content for what they want. Um, you know, I'm going live in our group, talking about maybe some breaking things that I don't talk about on the public facing side, or at least I make sure that they know about it first. You know, I'm creating um, creating newsletters for them. Um, uh, the one thing that I have been doing lately that's really proven to be good in terms of getting myself out there is spending one hour a day just going out and engaging and interacting with people, um, regardless of whether or not they are in my target demographic. And the reason for that is because if I expect people to engage with my content, I need to go out there and, and engage with theirs. And that has like just in the last, it'll be a week tomorrow that I've done this. I can't believe I've got like six new trial members just like that. And I think that's what we're forgetting. And, you know, we can market our, we can market ourselves and marketing. We think like, let's just put our, you know, we're going to make this post and Oh, instantly someone's going to sign up for whatever. And that's not really true anymore because they, they don't have a relationship. It's that know me, like me, buy me, you know, they know me. Do they like me yet? Okay. So let's work on that next. And but that's what I'm doing. I'm getting involved in different forums and getting involved in Facebook groups, LinkedIn groups, and um, not just getting out there and saying, hey, I got this great membership you should try, but giving my true honest ideas and suggestions. And that, that has been huge. And just that hour a day, I am working just on the relationship building aspect on the public facing side. And that's, I think that's, it's so important. I think a lot of people are forgetting it. We got to work on our business and not always in it. But yeah, so I mean, that's kind of what my typical day looks like. It's like creating content, creating the challenges, recording some video, doing some live shows, um, you know, things like that. Like, and it's stuff I enjoy doing. And that's what makes it so fun. <laughs> Yeah, I, I really like that. And I like what you said there. It comes back to what you were saying about the members as well, that I think more than ever now, relationships are so much more important again. And, you know, relationship marketing or whatever you want to call it, just actually talking to human beings. Um, <laughs> I think, you know, in the days of Facebook ads and Google ads and all of that, I think it's become easy to forget that actually just connecting with people is, is still, if not more than ever, really important. I know. And, and, you know, it, it's easy enough for people to, um, 
you know, bash and be mean and hurtful to people on social media because they've got the screen to hide behind. And I think we have to kind of reach through that screen and flip the table on that. Like we can, we can give positive, you know, constructive criticism and I'm a total Pollyanna here. (laughs) Right. And sunny. And I know it sucks sometimes, but like, I just feel like having that mindset and, and knowing that relationships in the digital world are still extremely important. We can't, we can't forget that. Yeah. And I think that can be a complete difference maker as well when it comes to people deciding what to buy. So overall then, what impact would you say having the membership has had on your life and business, do you think? Well, I'm a much happier person, that's for sure, you know. Um, it's the best kind of impact, I think. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's that's important. Self-care is always important. But I think the cool thing, too, is like um, watching my daughter, who's 11, going on 12, you know, and someone says, well, what does your mom do? And, she, you know, Mallory's like, um, she like, she's on Facebook live and she does all these really cool things to talk to people. Like she thinks it's totally great. And I think that, you know, being that good role model for my daughter and, you know, my, and I've even encouraged my husband to put himself out there. I mean, I know he's a pharmacist, but he actually yo-yos like trick yo-yo. It's a thing. You guys should look it up. It's amazing. (laughs) But you know, I'm like, for all of us, it's been just a great thing because we're, we're much more outgoing. We're a lot more, I don't know, relaxed in life because we're just letting things happen and, and, and having experiences, you know, over things. That's a big part of, I think, how our mindset as a family has changed. And what this membership has really, you know, helped me with is like, it's about the experiences that we have in life, not necessarily, you know, having that awesome Audi that I'd like to have, but you know, we're, we're going to take a trip together and we're going to, we're going to have fun and I'm still going to make money while I'm gone. And it's going to be awesome. Yeah. I really love that. And is there anything you wish you'd known earlier when it comes to running a membership site or that you'd do differently if you were starting again? Um, finding you guys much sooner. Check some post. <laughs> yeah because like that that has been I mean you're the the membership guys podcast was just I think I binged when I was like getting ready to launch this or no it was after I'd already launched I'm like gosh I should see if anybody's talking about membership sites on the podcast it's like the first one that shows up but yeah that was that I wish that I wish that I would have known about you guys sooner and gotten involved in the community much sooner but then also understanding that it's never going to be done and finding peace with that, you know, and it's not going to be perfect. And you know what, if it were perfect, um, you would never grow. And I think that's okay. And I think, you know, being able to learn from your mistakes and not guilt trip yourself to death over the fact that you screwed up and said, um, too many times on the live video that you did, you know, I think that that kind of stuff is like be just finding peace with just being you. Yeah, 
I definitely agree with that. And I think as well, when it comes to kind of that things are never be done and stuff, that actually, that's one of the things I love about a membership site because it keeps it interesting. If it was just the same all the time, I would, I would get bored. You know, we're coming up on three years of the Academy now. And if it had just been like, if it was exactly the same now as it was three years ago, I'd have got bored by now. I'd be like, oh, I need something else. I need something to challenge me or whatever. Whereas you have that constant evolution and, and things. And I think it, it keeps it interesting. It keeps it spicy. Right. And, you know, I think that's great advice for anybody thinking about getting involved in a membership, you know, or, or creating a membership is like, don't, don't find something that's just going to have an end in sight. Cause I think that, I think the, the excitement of, being able to come up with new things. And, you know, that's, what's great about both of our memberships is that things are always changing and there's never going to be a lack of content for us to create and for, for ideas for us to teach the people who are coming to us for help. So that, oh, I love that. That's like the teacher in me loves the constant learning that I'm able to do for myself. Awesome. And so as we wrap up then, what does the future hold for a cup of content? What What's next for you? Oh, man. You know, of course you want to say, yeah, I want to, I want to grow my membership. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I think, um, you know, being open-minded um, to change because it's inevitable. We're going to have to make changes as we go through this. But I think the future probably specifically for my membership is, you know, there's some things I want to do. Like I, I really wouldn't mind creating some sort of a weekend retreat um, and, and get people to come here where we laser focus in on, you know, what's a good content strategy for their particular business. And, you know, what are, how can, you know, how can we get that more intimate one-to-one help? That would be something that I want to, I want to implement And I also just launched a one-to-one coaching component that goes with um, a cup of content. And I just had a meeting this morning with my first person who signed up for it. And yeah, and it's great because, you know, they get, they get a lot of help from me in the, in the membership, but to be able to sit down with me one-to-one, give them ideas, work through a strategy, teach them things that they need to know, you know, like we, we talked this morning about a couple little business things. Like how do you keep track of all of the things that you sign up for and pay on a monthly basis, you know, like giving them, you know, strategies for things like that. That's, you know, that's like she needed that. She's like, Oh my gosh, these are the things that I need in order to grow. And I think that that's, that's a, a good kind of feature for a cup of content is to still work one-to-one with people, but just more on a coaching and a strategizing capacity instead of me doing the work for them. It's me guiding them on what they can do and grow their, grow their business. Yeah. No, that sounds awesome. And I love the idea of that, that retreat as well. I I think um, that sounds great. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I found a place here in Omaha that is amazing that I did not know existed. So I'm like, Ooh, Go talk to her. (laughs) Yeah, I expect to see details about that in the future then. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to light that up because it's gonna be that's gonna be great. Just the venue itself is gonna be enough, you know, worth the price of admission. So awesome. Well, it's been great to talk with you, Kim. And I'm 
really looking forward to seeing your membership grow this year and and also how you do bring in more of that coaching element and as I said yeah I think the retreat sounds like a brilliant idea as well Uh, if somebody wants to actually check out the site find out more about you where's the best place for them to do that sure they can go to acupofcontent.com and I didn't say this before the whole idea behind this um, you can learn how to do content marketing for your business over a cup of your favorite beverage. So it's short, it's in small increments that you can do in the time that you have. So a cup of content.com. Oh, I love that. I love that idea of just, yeah, kind of coffee break learning. Yep. Yep. And that's the live show, the coffee break live. <laughs> oh, I didn't, I didn't even realize that. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The coffee break live is where we dive into the messy world of content marketing. So I love yeah. that. Yeah. I, well, awesome. Thank you so much again for joining me and sharing your, your membership, what's working for you, what you're, what you're got coming up and, and what challenges you've had. I think that's going to be really useful for everybody listening. So thank you so much for sharing with us. Yeah. Thank you, Callie, so much for inviting me. This, this was like totally the best email I got this year. So I, oh, I'm just so excited and humbled that you asked me on the show. So thank you. That's it, folks. Thank you so much, Kim, for joining me on the show today. And be sure to check out her website at acupofcontent.com to see more of what she's up to. I love that whilst her daughter's ill health was the impetus for starting her own business, doing so has given Kim and her family so much more than just the flexibility to be at home and instead has provided a whole new kind of freedom, which to me is one of the hugest benefits of having a membership site. If you'd like to check out the show notes or download the transcript from today's episode, then head on over to themembershipguys.com slash btm14. And as always, I'd love to hear your takeaways from this episode. Let me know over in the free Membership Mastermind Facebook group or head on over to talkmemberships.com to join if you're not already in there. And of course, you can let me know on Twitter by tweeting me at membershipguys or on our Facebook page, The Membership Guys. I'll be back next week with another episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you've enjoyed today's episode of Behind the Membership, we invite you to check out the membersiteacademy.com. The Member Site Academy is the essential resource for anyone at any stage of starting, growing and running a membership website. So whether you're still figuring out what your idea is going to be or whether your website is already up and running and you're just looking for ways to grow it and attract new members, then the Member Site Academy can help you to get to the next level. With our extensive course library, monthly training, exclusive member-only discounts, perks and tools and a supportive, active community to help you along the way with feedback, encouragement and advice, the Member Site Academy is the perfect place to be for anyone looking to start, manage and grow a successful membership website. So check it out at membersiteacademy.com.